0: Viewpoint.
1: Welcome to Viewpoint, where my guests and I will discuss issues that are of interest and importance to you. Of late, we've been hearing about China's mysterious wave of childhood pneumonia. In Beijing and other megacities in China, hospitals are overflowing with children suffering pneumonia or similar severe ailments. And we understand that in response to the wave of respiratory diseases there, Indonesia has stepped up its monitoring of cases and plans to increase surveillance at border checkpoints to pay closer attention to travellers, animals and goods coming from China. Just how concerned should we be? Joining us on Viewpoint tonight is Dr. Ho Nam, Infectious Disease Specialist at the Rofi Clinic at Mount Elizabeth Novena Hospital. Welcome Dr. Leong, great to have you with me. Thank you for having me on your program. Okay, the sudden spike in respiratory illnesses across China, I'm afraid, does bring back memories of the early days of COVID-19, which, if my memory serves me right, also emerged as a mysterious pneumonia, what are your thoughts on this wave of pneumonia cases in China, Dr Leo?
0: It is scary, isn't it? It's yeah. almost like deja vu. There was <laughs> SARS in 2003, COVID in 2019 year-end, and now we're having year-end of the same problem again. Well, I don't think it is a new virus at this point in time. I think what we have is actually a revenge infection on the part for the Chinese. You must understand that the Chinese opened up only at the beginning of this year. That's January, February. Mm -hmm. And when they opened up, they had three years where there was hardly any other viral infections. So it's payback time. We had our travel revenge and then now the infections have their revenge infecting all of us. So in Many other countries, Europe, North America, Singapore, we had our triple pandemic. We had our flu, the COVID, and the RSV infections. And we had it bad last year, last winter. So China has it now. They are delayed because they were very much in lockdown. So not only are they having COVID, they have the influenza, RSV, and a host of other infections, including mycoplasma, adenovirus, etc. Mm. We went through it the last one year. Well, now they're going through it through their winter. I think this wave is going through every country. But it's just that the other countries, the other regions have started it earlier. And in turn, they're going to have a milder winter season this year. Many people have asked, is there going to be another COVID-23 or 24 Mm -hmm. because of this spread in China? Mm -hmm. In truth, every time when the COVID-19 virus replicates, there's an opportunity for mutation. Given that there are so many opportunities to mutate now with so many people getting sick, in truth, there is always such a chance. In fact, do you realize that the animals have their own COVID-19 now? That's completely gone off tangentially mm. from our COVID-19 from the humans. So the mm. worst thing that can happen is a deer comes along, they have their own COVID-19, they meet a person, a human, who has their own COVID-19, The two viruses come together and they have a game of mahjong. (laughs) So all the genes get mixed up and now we have a new variant called the dear human variant. It's going to be a new combination and that perhaps is COVID-23.
1: And that's entirely possible, doctor?
0: That is entirely possible. But at this point in time, I don't think that's happening in China. If it truly is happening in China, their own investigations, which they are obliged to do, would actually pick them up. Number two, if they don't, but because of the open nature in which travel is happening now, it will happen in many other countries. and countries where there's many, many travel links to China, such as Singapore, Hong Kong, Uh, and the rest of the region, even U.S. And when the travellers go over there, in turn they will spread and will be picked up by the surveillance system. So far, the rest of the countries are not picking up any signals, so everything seems to be clear. Mm. It's a clear skies on infections till now.
1: I guess what's uh, getting everyone worried is the fact that the WHO is pressing China for more details. And that's why it has drawn global attention as well.
0: Absolutely. So what WHO really wants to know, let's say you have 100 cases of upper respiratory tract infection now. How many of them are influencers? How many of them are COVID? Are they the common strains which we are seeing or something else otherwise? They want to see this data to know that everything is all in the clear. WHO has a role to police every single country and it's a role to make sure that every participating country sends in this data. And that's what it's asking. And we expect them to do it.
1: Let's talk about mycoplasma pneumonia. Is there a vaccine for this?
0: No, there isn't. Mycoplasma is actually a bacterial infection. Half the time you recover well on your own. The other half you actually need an antibiotic. Many people have come across it because it can give you a fever, dry hacking cough, is rather miserable. The point for the Chinese is, mycoplasma in China is associated with a lot of resistance. Mm. In fact, 80% or more of the mycoplasma are resistant to the usual antibiotics of claritromycin and azithromycin, which we use commonly in Singapore to treat. Mm. They would have to use something else such as doxycycline or moxifloxacin or levofloxacin, which are generally not encouraged in children. Mm. Hence, the problem perpetuates itself because you can't treat it, eradicate it correctly with the best antibiotic. It has turned resistant.
1: I see. So, so this is why more kids are being affected seriously in the current yeah. spike in China? There um. has
0: been a bit of uh, antibiotic misuse and abuse in China all these years, over the decades. Um. Antibiotics could be purchased easily. And as a result, the mycoplasma has turned resistant and the mycoplasma now perpetuates itself without the usual good antibiotics can be controlled, that can control it. Now, in addition, I want to share with you something. Okay. When you have an RSV infection and COVID infection, it's worse than having either one on its own. The virus are synergistic to each other. The child ends up to be a lot more severe. And they're more likely to have pneumonia and requiring hospitalization. Mm. So that's the thing. It's not just one virus alone, but multiple viruses. But back earlier part of this year, we have had children who come in with sniffles, cough, fever. And when we do swab the nose, we have not one, two, three, but four to five viruses at one point in time. So you can imagine These kids are suffering, and many of these families only have one child in the Mm. family. They will say, I want the child to be hospitalised. So you can imagine the fear, and of course, all this social media press, it doesn't help. Mm. And this will surely burden the hospital.
1: Mm. Okay, have you seen in Singapore a spike in severe paediatric flu-like or pneumonia symptoms as well?
0: We had. Actually, we had payback time. Uh, since the late half of 2022, right until the second half of 2023. So we had it for the past one year. And this is a common story. I have many parents coming to me saying, Doctor, I've been paying for one year of fees, but my child attended school for less than six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's a common problem.
1: Okay, you know, it's winter time in China, but for us here as well, everyone is gearing up for the holiday season. So, what is the recommendation for travelers, if any?
0: I would strongly encourage everyone to take the COVID XBB vaccine variant vaccine. They would help tremendously. Number two, get your influenza vaccine. The influenza occurs in Singapore with or without the winter season, well, take the influenza vaccine to help. For those who are at risk with, what, 60 years old and 65 years old and above, get your pneumococcal vaccine as well. Take all these if you want to. Bring a mask along. And of course, bring your antigen testing kits along. Travel. Be safe. Wear your mask where it's crowded. And have a good time. I think everything is going to work out fine for you.
1: Yeah, I think masking up is probably the, the best bet because even with the vaccine, it, they won't kick in until much later.
0: Yes, I think it takes about 10 to 14 days for the vaccine to kick in. If my immunity is poor and more than 60, 65 years old, all the more the mask is very very important to me when i wear the mask i'm not only protecting myself against covid i'll protect myself against influenza rsv and the rest of the viruses when i wear my mask i protect myself not only should i wear my mask but the people around me ought to wear the mask because they will be the ones whom you be closest to back in your room where you speak without a mask on so do it for yourself get your family members to do it for you and together as one unit all masked up my friend you guys are going to have a great time without falling sick
1: okay thank you so much Dr Leon for sharing your viewpoint with us
0: thank you Viewpoint.